Hey, Tada. This is not okay. Hectic. The pressure is getting worse. Nah. This adulting thing, I don't recommend. It doesn't pass the vibe check. You're good, Rav. Are you adulting? Yo, life. Impilo. Popilo. Yo, skata. No, you wishy wishy. Are you adulting? Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this adulting thing is gonna be the death of us. I feel so disconnected and drowned out by these responsibilities. I'm in a pool and I'm drowning. I would give anything to go back to childhood, sis, cause shame. Nah, you see, adulting is where the danger is. Like, nobody really emphasized how deep this stuff can get. Cause who shame? I don't even want to think about how much is in my bank account right now, let alone those assignments breathing down my neck. <laughs> <laughs> On that note of adulting, we welcome you to our very first episode of Are You Adulting? A Rhodes University podcast airing all of your adulting frustrations and achievements. The podcast seeks to delve into different aspects of adulting, such as accommodation, finances, social circles, and cultural practices, all from the point of view of rodents. We offer advice, share experiences, and offer comfort to individuals that have been launched into the stage of adulting. Because to us, adulting is not just a cool phase, it's a lifestyle. In this particular episode, we zoom into the situation of Opidan off-campus living and living in res. Students offer insight into how living spaces and situations affect the process of adulting. First up, we have Siam Tanda who has lived off campus since her first year of university. She shared her experiences with becoming independent, becoming an adult. For those who have not known what the off campus life is like, we know you are wondering, how do you manage everything? How do you manage money? Does it not get lonely? And the biggest question on everyone's mind is, is rest better than being off campus? Siamtanda offers starter pack essentials to those looking to live off campus on their arrival at Rose. Um, I've been living alone since 2019 in my first year and I still live alone. I didn't actually find it very challenging to transition from dependent to being independent because I went to boarding school and so forth for the longest time I was on my own and I had to do things by myself so I for me it wasn't hard to live by myself okay for like tips and tricks that I would give to a first year living by themselves is that um, you should always 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 learn how to budget I think that's something I still struggle with today but I think that's very very important because when you have freedom to do whenever whatever whenever it's <laughs> another thing you have is financial freedom and that's one of the downfalls of living by yourself is that oh my gosh you live by yourself and whatever and you must always like have things to keep you busy so I remember when I started living by myself, I used to spend a lot of time in the library, but after some time I just got over it. I found hobbies within the house that would, I cook a lot, so that like occupies 
most of my time um but other than that like find hobbies and make friends you know have a friend or two over every now and again because that's very important you need to socialize because we're not an island honestly speaking i always say that it's best for, for first years to first go into to to raise then live by themselves um because i find that it's it's easier that way um, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? I was just thrown in the deep end of the ocean and I just was told to swim. And I had to learn how to manage my own finances, learn how to pay my rent on time, learn how to make sure that I eat at least three times a day and so forth. And, you know, for some people, those things are not necessarily easy to come by. And But like I said, I had an advantage because I went to boarding school. So having being in boarding school kind of taught me that discipline. Um, but I mean, I wasn't the one who had to cook for myself or anything. We had a matron and so forth, but I genuinely would advise uh first years to 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 first live with this honestly so that they can make friends because the only downfall about living alone from the get-go is that it's harder to make friends when you're by yourself when you are in a in a raised environment and you need people that you can lean on that's the most important thing unless you know um a person has a social butterfly but other than that I think it's a pretty fair game. And if you know you know someone who's neat and tidy and all those things, it's going to be challenging because there's nothing worse coming to a space that doesn't look clean or doesn't look appealing. At at one point or another, you know, you get the hang of it. Yo, well, I can't say that I would pick off living campus as my first choice. It sounds like a lot of responsibility. I know, right? But you know everyone experiences things differently and prefers different things. My question is how did off-campus students deal with surviving during the pandemic? That's a good question. Wow. Yondela Sturman addresses living in res before, during and after the initial turmoil of the pandemic. She places emphasis on the impact that the pandemic has caused on students within res. She talks rules, overnight guests, food, campus life and lockdown, the breaker of all campus vibes. However, while dealing with the pandemic and adulting responsibilities all at the same time, Mandela shares the advantages of living in residences on campus. How did she manage? Did res life ever recover post-COVID? All in all, she shares the importance of res life to adulting, especially for the sheltered child. Let's get into her experience. Um, I got here 2019. And it wasn't really a, a, an intentional choice to live in the residential system. It's because I'm poor and I can't afford to live off campus. <laughs> and I don't want to cook. So um, living in the residence system was the next best thing for me. So it was great, to be honest. Like, I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't really come with any expectations because... I was the first person in my family to have an experience like this. Um, but when we got here, the only rules that I can remember or the ones that stuck out was um, 
fact that you couldn't have spirits in res like alcoholic spirits like vodka and stuff and you weren't allowed to have overnight guests or you were allowed but it was just the process of trying to get approval to have an overnight guest was extremely long and tedious so no one really saw the point in it at least you guys had the option (laughs) (laughs) um it's changed quite dramatically i would say like really really dramatic 2019 pre-covid the energy was really light and i don't know if Part of the reason why that is is because I was a first year and I still had stars in my eyes and I was really hopeful. But the environment was really friendly and easygoing. Even though you were in an academic institution, it didn't really feel like you were. I don't know if I'm articulating that properly, but it didn't feel as tense. Um as I expected it to be. And during COVID, obviously, it was extremely, extremely different because of lockdown. We couldn't really interact with anyone in the res um, because we had to stay in our rooms on campus. Like, there was no on-campus life. Like, it was non-existent. You wouldn't see anyone outside as... In 2019, like, the campus was bustling. Like, there was just activity everywhere, every day. People, you would just see random people playing games and they'd be running past you. Like, everyone was just happy. Um, During COVID, that changed because we really didn't interact with people on a personal level. Yeah. And post-COVID still it's really not the same as those two previous years post-covid people are really cautious and the university life isn't as fun as it used to be and isn't as easygoing as it used to be for sure i think yeah i think it would be asinine for me to not think that because it's an entirely different experience for me as someone who went to school in like hostels and stuff i kind of have an idea of how girls live with each other but that was on a completely different like level at hostel you had people wash your clothes you had you know like it was very parenty and here you kind of have to stand on your own even though there are people like you have your friends in the residence system you have to um stand on your own you have to make sure that you're clean you have to make sure that your space is clean you are in charge of curating a conducive environment for yourself oh yeah so it just it's really kind of taught me how to be an independent person because i grew up pretty sheltered and had most things done for me um and just how to live with people in general how to deal with conflict how conflict is unavoidable um advantages i think it's easier for you to be introduced into university life if you are in a residence because it kind of forces you to participate 
with the events held at the residence itself, with the other residents surrounding you, you're able to get to know people um, easier than it would than you would have to if Mklambi, if Mklambi, you were living by yourself and you had to kind of navigate university by yourself. So I think res kind of helps you with finding a crowd to navigate university with, even though those people aren't your people yet, but they are people in the sense that you have this thing in common, which you live in the same place and you all knew. So you all don't know what one. Yeah, you all don't know what one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it helps you feel not alone in that sense. And for me, I it it opened me to being open to experiencing other parts of university because I saw that there are actually other things to do, and I wouldn't have seen that if I was navigating this space by myself. Can I complain about Dej? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disadvantages would be the horrible food we have at the DH. Yeah, for me, I really love living in a residence because I there is there isn't a lot of responsibilities that I have to keep up with. I don't have to be concerned about paying for Wi-Fi, buying electricity, buying groceries. I can just focus on school and building connections with other people. Whereas if I didn't, I feel like yeah man i would be forced to grow up too soon and i feel like i'm not ready for that or i wasn't ready for that Ooh. yes and no yes because before i came here i had a very naive sense of like how people interact with each other and now that i'm here i kind of understand that um people you don't have to get along with people and you can't expect people to respond to situations the same way that you would respond to situations. And in that sense, it's kind of prepared me for dealing with people. Mm. And living in the real world, no, because I don't think there's any aspect of university life that is parallel to the real world. You are very sheltered as to like what you're experiencing who you're experiencing and how whereas if you were outside i feel like you are exposed to all of those elements and you kind of have to decide for yourself how to interact whereas here you kind of still guided by like rules of like how to interact with people and you know yeah to be honest I prefer living in res. It seems a lot safer than figuring things out all on my own. At least I have channels of people to address rather than bearing a load I know I'm not ready to carry. <laughs> I don't know, hey. I've never been the one for rules. I prefer to figure things out all on my own. I guess I've just always had the independence built into me from a young age. Anyways, there's always the option of living in rest than moving off campus when one is ready for the real outside world, right? Is it logical to play it safe until you become familiar with Grahamstown? 
if a sweet spot to this debate existed, this will be it. A student with experience both on and off campus talks about the importance of social support when being a new student at Rhodes University. He offers the advantages and disadvantages of living in res and off campus, placing emphasis on individuality and freedom. In first year, I chose to go to res because I was moving to a new province where I had no personal ties and a new town where like I knew it was very small. So I'd have to be put into a social situation. So I chose to be in res so I could have like a semi-social aspect to start off in this new town, I guess. What I found positive about uh, living in res is that it did inject me into Grahamstown and it made it easier to move from Joba being such a like big town to Grahamstown being a small town and having a completely different way of life down here. So having a structure to help me through that, that structure being res really helped that. I didn't find it particularly difficult. I think that with any change, there's an adjustment period and I handled the adjustment period from moving from home to res rather well. In fact, living off campus has really uh, taught me more about Grahamstown, the town, instead of Rhodes, the institution in Grahamstown. And it's given me a new perspective on the town that I didn't have in first year. So that one of the changes I made with my mindset towards the town, it just gave me a new perspective. One of the challenges I face with living off campus is that I'm distanced from the school's kind of social culture. And I think that is a really binding thing in Rhodes, in Grahamstown, is like this kind of, this struggle. And I will say struggle because everybody, we're kind of struggling together. It's kind of the mentality, but of the students. So in that struggle of being one in Grahamstown and then on top of that, being in Rhodes, there's a lot of like camaraderie and a lot of relationships can be formed like that so being distanced from the physical place does distance you from the social and the culture of roads which is subsequently a bigger part of Grahamstown one of the largest parts of Grahamstown actually one of the positives that I've had to experience when I was living off campus is definitely autonomy so in terms of like having control of my own schedule my own eating patterns and my own movements not being bound by anybody's kind of control of my whereabouts and my duties to be somewhere at certain times also having to not answer to anyone such as like a subwarden or a warden has been like really freeing and liberating advice that i would give is that the res experience is necessary and I think it is semi-essential depending on your surroundings but it is also essential to live off campus to get the entire experience of um, Grahamstown as a town and as a community. At the end of the day, I think your choice of living is based on your finances and really just your preference. I agree, definitely. 
If anything, I have learned that each person adjusts differently to living independently. Some can go without the support and others just really need it. That being said, thank you for tuning into our very first episode of Are You Adulting? A Rose University perspective on becoming an adult. Stay tuned for more discussions to do with the adult life because child, the, the pressure, pressure is really getting worse. <laughs> Hey, Kada. This is not okay. Hectic. The pressure is getting worse. Nah, this adulting thing, I don't recommend. It doesn't pass the vibe check. You're good love. Are you adulting?